0: It was dark and cold, the only light coming from the crack under the ill-fitting door. The boy, huddled in the bed, shivered against the cold, listening to the low mutter of voices from the adjoining room. Outside, everything was buried in snow. The window was thick with frost, shutting out what light there might have been. Once he heard boots crunch on the snow as a man walked back from the street. Suddenly, Ma's voice lifted strident and impatient. I've got no time for the kid. You get rid of him. Let one of those farmers have him. They all seem to want kids. Lord knows they have enough of them. Then Van's voice, quiet, even-tempered as always, Myra, you can't do that. He's your son, your own flesh and blood. Don't be a fool. There's no place in my life for a kid. After a moment of silence, she added, What kind of a life could I give him? batting around from Cowtown to Mining Camp. Get rid of him, Van. Her voice rose sharply. You get rid of him or I'll get rid of you. Is that all it means, then? I knew you were a hard woman, Myra, but I thought I meant more to you than that. You're a fool, Van. Without me, you'd be caging for drinks around the saloons. you take him out of here right now and get rid of him. I don't care how you do it. The boy tried to huddle into a tighter ball, tried to shut his ears against the voices to close out the growing terror. All right, Myra, I'll see to it. There was a mutter of voices again, and then he heard Ma go out, listened to her retreating steps as she walked along the path toward the street. For a few moments there was silence, then the faint clink of a glass in the next room. The door opened letting a rectangle of light fall upon the bare plank floor. Val, are you awake? We've got to get you dressed. All right. Anything was better than the cold bed, but he dreaded going out into the night and dreaded more whatever was to come. He liked Van, and he trusted him. Sometimes when they talked, Van referred to themselves as the two V's. "'Van was slim and tall with a sort of faded elegance. "'There was a puffiness around the cheeks "'and an ever-present smell of whiskey. "'But his easy good manners never failed him, "'and Val admired him for that "'and for the stories of his boyhood "'that he often told Val when Ma was not around. "'She detested hearing Van talk about anything "'that had happened before they met "'and would not tolerate any mention of his family "'or the schools he had gone to. "'His family had been wealthy,' and the schools had been good schools. Van struck a match and lighted the lamp. In the light, the bare room looked even more bleak and empty, even emptier than the rooms on the farm where he'd stayed until a few weeks ago. It had been cold there, too, although there was usually a fire in the fireplace, and the farmer and his wife had been kind. Then the farmer's wife had become ill, and nobody had any time for Val. When he was dressed, Van took him into the other room. The boy rubbed his eyes against the stronger light, and then the outer door opened again and Myra came in. She did not look at him or speak to him. All she said was, "'Get him out of here!' Van shrugged into his buffalo coat, and then he picked up Val and carried him to the door. There Van hesitated. "'He's only four years old, Myra. Can't you—' "'Get out!' Her voice was shrill. "'And close the door after you!' Myra, I'll say he's mine. Nobody will know. Get out! It was icy cold in the barn. Van saddled his horse, lifted the boy to the saddle, and mounted behind him. He hesitated again, holding the boy to him and waiting while Val wondered when he would start. At last he touched his heels to the horse and they moved out of the barn. Van turned the horse to reach over and push the door shut, then they moved away toward open country. "'Wondering, Val snuggled down inside Van's buffalo coat. "'Why were they going that way? "'There was nothing out there but open plains. "'But he trusted Van, and in the warmth against him he closed his eyes.'